It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. We'll uh, just go on a push pause for a few minutes uh, to pick up with Mike Kocharski, uh, old friend of the show. I think we can say that at this point, co-owner and Vice President of JKC Trucking, Inc. Uh, Mike, welcome back. And, you know, to get right to it, uh, truckers once again protesting, in this case, uh, California's AB5 and uh, their attempt to destroy independent trucking in California. What this could even mean for other states, other blue states. Okay, thank you for having me on our show again. You're right. Um, the AB5 ruling is catastrophic impact on on our already fragile supply chain. So what's going on is the AB5 rule is they want to independent drivers that are 1099 uh, to be now changed to W2 employees. You know, and, and trucking companies are, are forged from independent contractors or another name owner operator. And in, just to give you guys an idea, JKC was forged from my father starting as an owner-operator. So it's almost uh, killing the American dream to being your own uh, boss, and it's hurting the supply chain. You know, uh, I have to say the statement, you know, the statement from the California Trucking Association said gasoline has been poured on the fire that is our ongoing supply chain crisis, and that, and that's a fact. So let's go, I guess, ground level on this. Where are we now with AB5? Uh, the protests are there. Uh, what's that look like? I mean, is this going to have an effect? Is AB5 going to stay in place, go forward? Is there a way to fight this? Yeah, so drayage is the key sector AB5 will be is affecting right now. And drayage are all the drivers delivering and picking up from the ports in the rail yards, you see Oakland has been on strike for about a week uh, in total. In California, there's about 70,000 owner-operators, which is, is a lot of independent drivers. And um, to give you an idea, the Port of Oakland on a daily basis receives 9,000 trucks, and 90% of them are owner-operators. What's this going to do to me and you? It's going to supply. It's going to slow down everything coming from uh, from overseas and heading out overseas. So everything that comes usually off the port goes on to the rail, rail back on the port, and we're also using the rail to ship product between uh, states. Like, for example, we use the rail to ship some product from between Chicago and Los Angeles and Northern California. Now, due to AB5 and all the striking and the backup of the ports, uh, it's taken about two weeks to send a trail a trailer from Chicago to, uh, let's say, Los Angeles. Uh, or, or Northern California, which is which is crazy because it's already supply, slowing down, you know, the, the supply chain that we're trying to catch up, you know, from from COVID and everything else that's that's been in our way. Yeah, the point you made, Mike, about outbound. You know, when we when we hear the story, and you know, consider myself, I guess, guilty as charged. We often talked about inbound imports coming into the country. What's going on at the ports of Los Angeles? But outbound, you know, now we're talking about American companies that export overseas being slowed down. The, the number is frightening in a sense that, the, you know, the, the percentage, frightening in the sense of the percentage of trucks that are involved in that transit. 
And if that goes away, what does that mean for outbound commerce, for outbound products from American manufacturers? Yeah, it's, it's only going to slow down the exports, which, you know, it's definitely going to have an effect on, on the, the economy. Uh, it's And, you know, also going to hit, you know, all the American people in the pocket. If you're getting anything, you know, shipped from overseas or, or shipping it out. You know, we, we have a day in which, you know, we've seen a redefining of the term recession. But again, bringing this to that to that ground level, uh, you know, this economy is certainly struggling along in many areas between AB5, the, the realities you've mentioned on the ground of how we move products across this country via trucking. Uh, what does that look like? And to back to that owner-operator, uh, are, are we in danger of seeing owner-operators drop out of a business that has already seen, in some cases, bankruptcies over the last three to five years that have affected the available pool of truckers? No, definitely. Owner-operators are going to go out of business or they're just going to have to comply uh, or start their own company. Uh, get their own MC number, but that also costs a, you know, that's more expenses on the owner operator. And and the biggest, you know, problem I have with this is, you know, you can't, California's trying to segregate everybody in one category. You can't put an owner operator in the same category as an Uber driver. Uber driver is usually part-time, drives people around, uh, and a truck driver has a class A license, you know. So, you know, if it's a different license and he's hauling, you know, a very heavy container usually behind him between 40 to 45,000 pounds, they can't be put into the same bucket because of the classification. And I don't know why California is doing this, but um, I I was told that they were, they made AB5 to protect transportation workers. I think they're, it's complete opposite is happening. They're just hurting them by, by doing this. Is there a part of this you think that's about collecting fees? I mean, you know, we've seen this play by by many states and cities. If if you operate a business, you need to pay the fee to survive or continue, even if it hurts you. And we see this across many many professions and there's an element of this that sounds like that to your point if you want to survive as a trucker you're going to have to comply and file and pay correct uh you know (laughs) it's we're being in the trucking business we're already overregulated, especially in california you know Uh, it's just crazy california has more regulations everybody they're the ones that started the epa law you can't have an engine older than five years there due to the 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 epa uh the the restrictions and if you're an owner operator let's say you're you're hitting that point that five-year point the last two years you haven't been able to buy new trucks so what's this owner operator supposed to do and then they hit him with a thousand dollar fine it's just crazy it's just that it's a very difficult time it's, it's a dark time honestly uh in the trucking industry and it's even darker in california and Instead of trying to get the economy going faster, they're taking, you know, instead of taking a step forward, we're taking two steps back, which is horrible. We're, what about these other states? I mentioned that at the beginning. You know, California often tests the water on the, these policies, Governor Newsom and Sacramento, the rest of the legislators. But you look at states like Illinois, uh, New York, uh, more blue states. 
uh, are we likely to see this in these states? You mean, I, I believe that they're testing out with California. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to push this federally across all the states. And if they did that, I think that would, you know, I mean, be disaster. A lot of these drivers would say, listen, I didn't sign up for this. I wanted to have my own equipment. I want to be my own boss. This is taking away that American dream, that, that, that freedom, that, that privilege. So I, I, if, if it goes federal, I think it's going to have humongous impact uh, among all, all operator truckers. Well, federal sounds like control. And, and you know, you, we've talked long enough. I'm not one of these, you know, conspiracy nuts out there. But federal and the effect of it, wouldn't that be control of an industry? That's one way of looking at it. I would say so. Yes. You know, we're already we're already regulated by the federal, by the hours of service, by by everything, by inspections. You know, give you guys an example. When we travel from Chicago to California, we're driving to multiple states. And a lot of these states are just hitting these trucks up for inspections, trying to give tickets. They see the not only are being controlled, but they see these trucks as a as a, as a payday. You know, uh, they're like, oh, well, we got to get them on something. So, you know, we could we could make some money, too. And it's just it's on top of everything else, the fuel, the driver shortage, you know, COVID. It, it, it's a scary time. You know, I'm seeing truckers go out of business right and left. We're holding on thinking, hey, when is it going to be our time? Yeah. I, I wonder how many companies, uh, not just like yours, but of any size, are watching uh, carefully what happens. Mike Kacharski. Uh, JKC Trucking, uh, you know, you, you, you go out there and speak for the truckers out there and uh, hope your father's dream is protected from owner-operator to a successful company. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for your help. Mike Kacharski, co-owner and vice president of JKC Trucking, Inc. Uh, JKCTrucking.com is their, their website. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.